This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Not a G snob. Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. AKA, I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice. Cause all the hoes say JU Ice. Young Caesar, cause you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark cause they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA, the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? Man, my mic stank. <laughs> it been smell like a dick. <laughs> you been smelling dicks? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I mean, it, like that's, that's I, I concerning. wouldn't. I wouldn't sit behind. Like as soon as I pulled up behind, I was like, man, this motherfucker smell like shit. And it's your man Dame going wild. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame. Don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame, and if you're speaking on dame, you better say it nice, and if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Welcome back. 200, nigga. Shop Talk podcast. 200. Episode 200 on you, hoes. Shit. It's beautiful to look in the crowd and see like people that you know and you fuck with, and I know people like listen to the show. Like it's it's humbling because you know just at the end of the day, like I'll be honest, like I ain't never been shit in my life. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean I'm I'm for real. Like I'm just a West Side nigga that like to run his mouth. I ain't accomplished nothing in life besides being a professional baby daddy, and <laughs> like <laughs> for real. And like the the podcast, like this is all Jay's. Uh, hard work and, and doing because like I thought this was gonna be a one week commitment four years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody probably know like me and Jay, we go back to high school. Like we didn't hang together in high school but like we ran in similar circles. So much that I knew like even though we didn't fuck with each other like that, like I knew he was a cool nigga because he knew other niggas that I fucked with. Just a with. cool nigga by the way. I mean whatever. <laughs> But then, like, we started working together, and that's where, like, really the relationship kind of developed from there. And I was just like, you know, this is my nigga. I'm just going to do a solid for him. Like, fuck it. It's Friday. I don't have shit on the floor this Friday. So, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And then when he called me the next week, I was like, oh, I, I, I guess this is, this is happening again. And then, you know, four years later, you know, we still here. Yeah, man, because, like, technically the – First time we record was on a Saturday, by the way. But uh, we had dropped it after recording. We dropped it on a Saturday. I'm like, well, shit, we gotta drop on Saturdays because the first one dropped on a Saturday. So we just started recording on Fridays. But we was kicking it at, uh, at work. We talked about doing the podcast for a good two years and shit, right? And we was always kicking it. Uh, it was gonna be about battle rap and boxing because yep. that's what that's all we would talk about. You know on, what I'm saying? On the break time, shit. It was gonna be like ring talk, some shit. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> we can't, we can't talk about uh, that. And um, 
And I was like, yeah, we gonna do it. And I just felt like I was the nigga that kept saying, we gonna do something, we gonna do something, and then never do it. So I went and bought some equipment. Um, to be honest, I bought an iPad and like this little- Cheap uh, ass mic. Little cheap iOS mic that first but couple I mean, episodes- But everything comes from humble ass beginnings, so I mean- In my living room, you know what I'm saying? But, I thought uh, we recorded the first one. Was it at my house? No, we did the first one at uh, my crib. The, and the second, second one was at my house. Was at your house. He was like, I, I got my homegirl Nina wants to be on the show. Hey Nina, <laughs> and that was a very interesting episode. One of our most listened to episodes because people because it's the truth. Beyonce killed Prince. <laughs> yes, and so. people hated Nina because Nina said that don't nobody listen to Stevie Wonder or some shit like that. And she called she called Prince a junkie. She on did. The she show. called she Prince, called a, Prince junkie. a junkie. Yes, yes. A junkie, what did she, she call him? A junkie Joe. She, it was just wild. People was, people was very angry. Like they was really, really angry. But a lot of people listened because like, they were so offended that they sent it to other people. Like, could you, did you hear her? Uh, so that worked out in our benefit. And that started my hate. That started me exposing the world to my hate for Beyonce. Oh, well, so there's a theory. So, so, it's, so. So 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 let me so let me say a few things this because is episode I, two by and that is your okay so I'll spare you I'll spare you because Anna's my nigga and which makes you my you know family <laughs> but I got a phone full of Beyonce jokes and they vicious they vicious and I'll unleash them at any minute uh, Beyonce kills every. No, no, just just look at the history because every time a new Beyonce album or she go on tour, somebody that's beloved to us they die because Beyonce takes their spirit in order to in order to keep her shit alive. This is true. I mean, prove prove me wrong. Every time she go on tour, a super a legend dies. <laughs> it, it's it's, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth, though. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 trying to find the meaning of life in the co- what did Jay say? I'm trying to find the meaning of life in the Corona, coronavirus. You know, you, you can con- you can connect in so many ways. Every every time. No, it's. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't. World went to shit. Well, well, hold on. It's 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 two facts because we will say that the world has not been the same since Kobe Bryant died but bigger than that because my man June is here and when you see all caps it's all facts that the world has never been the same since Gerald LeVert died that's a fact and that's just <laughs> that's a fact and, and June I don't want to take credit because June came up with that but it's, it's, it's a fact the world has not been the same since Gerald LeVert died this is a fact um, but and, I Gerald, do- and Gerald LeVert's uh Track record is fucking flawless, and I'll fight anybody that disagrees with that. Uh, but before we do no get blemishes. started, though, um, I do want to give a shout out to everybody that kind of helped out. Uh, these are my two right hands right there. Hey, Jenny, Ashley. Hey, that's uh, the voice of uh, this episode is recorded in Shop Talk Podcast. That's her right there. Um, and, yeah. and I give Jenny credit this is our first time meeting but i do give jenny credit for almost saving she saving my foot from amputation like without her recommendation i'll probably be a one foot but y'all, y'all if y'all listen like he was going through a bunch of health issues last year they was gonna fuck around and 2019 amputate. almost took me out um amputate his foot the nigga was just doing bad and was like dog like who is like what's the person name and i shot it to her and then she looked at it and was like 
let me recommend you to somewhere else. Yeah. And then ever since then, nigga, it's, it's he alive. Turn, it turned so. around. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm partially, I'm, I will always be grateful to, to Jenny. And I found out she wasn't a doctor today. But she is the person that's here about the coronavirus because she is. Yeah, she important out here in real life. Uh, and I want to shout out to James because he be hooking us up with the video. And I shout out to my man Mike, uh, Unique Memories on Instagram because he hooking us up with some pictures. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a team effort. You know so, what I'm saying? And the team is it keep growing. Now, uh, how was your week, brother? Hey man, the week is the week is good because I got sent home from work on Wednesday. Cause, no, no, they they sent the whole office home. It wasn't just I didn't I didn't do anything individually. Cause see, I just started this job, so they don't really know me like that yet. Make sure you don't say the job on. on no, the, no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna say the job, but like they don't know me like that. But like, let me get my 90 days in, and they gonna they gonna find out what I'm all about. <laughs> but you know, they they just don't know me yet. But they sent us all home because of the Ronas. So every every day at lunch. Like, we don't have to take a lunch break, but I typically do because I need a nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> I mean, I, you can judge away, I don't care. So I took my nap downstairs in the lobby because they got like these real Sneak nice chairs. Sleeping like a bum. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping in the lobby? <laughs> so I, f- I found the area in the lobby where they got like these real comfortable chairs. The, car- the carpet is like real plush. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be wearing, when I go to work, I dress professionally. I wear, you know, hard bottom slacks. So I take my shoes off and I take a nap. <laughs> I in the set, lobby. Yeah, in the lobby. I set my alarm. In I my s- coat. <laughs> With a, pr- a brown paper bag next to me. Like. You know, I've I, I been in the county before, so I know how to sleep like sitting up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you've been to jail before, you know how to sleep sitting up. Like, cause you, you know, you just gotta be ready. So I'll be, I'll be in the chair and I'll be sleeping and I take my nap. So I went back upstairs and like the floor empty, like everybody gone. So I'm like, what I missed? Cause the last, cause the week before we had a fire drill and I slept through the whole fire drill. Like I just saw people coming back in the building. Remember so that I, part when he was like, I ain't, I've been a fuck up my whole life. I ain't never did shit good. I've been, I'm a freestyle sleeper also. Like shout out to my homeboy Ivan in the back who's like a brother to me. Like we grew up together. He can verify like I can fall asleep anywhere at any time doing anything. So I mean, so I fell asleep. I came back upstairs from my nap. My floor is empty. Only person up there is my boss who was already packing up to leave. She was like, oh, I thought you got the email. I was like, nah, I've been taking a nap. And <laughs> come to find out because of the Ronas, we got to work from home till further notice. So, I mean, it was like that morning, you know, normally when I pull up in the parking lot because I hate my job because I got to I got to take a shuttle to, to work every day, which adds like an extra hour on the front and on the ass end of my shift. Because normally when you get off of work, you be ready to j- walk to your car your day over. I got to walk to the bus. I got to wait on the bus. It's a 20 minute bus ride. Then right, I got to like, go. Hey, we ain't too good to, r- to ride a bus. A good old DOT got me downtown to Cass every I day. I don't want to, but I, that that was well, that was at every fifteen day, sixteen. I started walking to Cody, but that's that's a different thing. That's a different story. So I, I really I really hate it there. So now that I get to work from home, like it makes the job much more manageable. So my week is good so far. But but that day, like I pulled into the parking garage, and normally I play uh, I like gangster rap music, and I like this new J Electronica album. But normally I let. You know, I'm hardcore gangster rap, N.W.A., 
50 Cent, MC8. Like that's how I'm you starting. You riding around listening to MC8? Yeah, that's <laughs> how I'm. Is a, <laughs> nigga, hey, that's what I'm saying. That like that's how I start. At work, that's how I start like, my day. To me, but like today, like that day, I listened to gospel music. Like I, I was playing around with the stations, and I was listening to gospel music, and I was like, man, today gonna be a good day, cause like Kanye. Now nah, like real gospel. <laughs> Like, you know, the type you listen to at church on Sunday. So it was real gospel music. And then look at God. He sent me home, and I ain't got to go back into the office for like three weeks. So I'm I'm happy. That's what's up. I'm still at work. <laughs> Niggas yeah. won't let us go home at all. But you you work in a, in, a, in a type of environment where somebody has to be there. I don't have to be there. Well, somebody got to be in a building. Nigga, let them. <laughs> they can do what they want to do. I, I can stay home. But I want to shout y'all out because it's tough times out here, and I appreciate y'all for coming out. I um, think I was a little discouraged because I almost think canceled was like like three like it really it, it was like ninety nine percent was about to cancel. But um, I was like, fuck it, we gonna do it. Yeah, and it worked. And if I can get off work for a good two weeks, you know what I'm saying? I beat the Rona. You know what I'm saying? I beat the Rona. I, I beat the Rona. Um. So man, so look, the other night some weird shit happened. I, I witnessed some weird shit. I don't know why I witness weird shit all the time, but that's how it is. So um, I'm editing this video, right, uh, for a client. I'm like, this got a render. While it's rendering, I'm just gonna sit out in the lobby and watch a little bit of YouTube while it's finished. I fuck around and fall asleep. Wake up, it's two o'clock in the morning. I go to the crib. <clears throat> now as I'm getting off the freeway, I notice a car, whatever. I turn on my is block. It, is it the bum? He back? No, I turn on my. <laughs> <laughs> He's still in the neighborhood. Okay. I drove past him today, by the way. Uh, y'all got to be a listener to know what that means. He keys uh, your car. But um. He keys your car. <laughs> listen, uh, <laughs> it's very possible that he keep my car. So uh, I turn on my street and I see the same car, kind of like uh turn, you know, turn with me and shit. So. I be looking and shit, so I pulled up a couple houses, um, a couple down, you know what I'm saying, and um, he pulled up in front, like a couple houses in front of me. I'm thinking like, it's interesting, so I took my pistol out, put it on my lap, and uh, he get out the car, and he like goes towards the back. I'm thinking like, is this nigga about to come to my car? He didn't. So he goes through the back of his car, and he walks down, the, well, he walks to a, to a house, and uh he start like giving middle fingers to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this nigga on FaceTime? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, maybe he like talking to somebody on FaceTime and we're playing. That nigga start giving fingers to the house and then he's like started stacking and shit. <laughs> so I'm just listening like, all right, now I take the safety off. The story off get weird like, as hell. Nah, <laughs> I'll take the safety like, this nigga not, this nigga's not already there. So then he like, he literally runs to the car. I'm like, oh shit, he about to shoot this bitch up. Like, cause that's the logical thing. The nigga gets in the car and he just pulls off. Now, granted, it's two thirty in the morning at this time and it's raining. His baby mama living in the house. This nigga literally just pulled up to a house, <laughs> gave the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, middle fingers and shit, and and dipped the fuck out. I'm flabbergasted. His baby so. mama litter. His baby mama later. Uh, he pulled off, so I pulled off. I didn't off. have the feeling. I didn't have the feeling. I haven't done it. You didn't. You were, you went to her house and just start pointing fingers at her. <laughs> Every time I drop my baby off, I just <laughs> bitch. <laughs> voodoo. You know what bitch. I'm saying? I guess that's a little bit of voodoo. <laughs> so I uh I spin the block. 
you know what I'm saying? And then I just go and park in my garage and shit, cause I don't, like maybe he might come back and shoot that bitch up. You know, maybe so. I turn on the little ring camera so I can look and see what the fuck going on outside for about ten minutes, and nigga just disappeared. So, hey man, if niggas that's what niggas do at two thirty in the morning with the rain. They that's a up, weird pull up story. Closet, I, t- I see some random shit. That's what, that's how my week my week been. Man, these drinks strong, dog. I got a little buzz. Um, <laughs> this, this is you the, know it's all downhill once the. <laughs> this is the lightest drinker. And, uh, this is the lightest drinker I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Dog. So I'll be straight. I'll be straight up. I, I'm not supposed to drink like at all. You not. So, but you know, I felt I felt like today was a celebration. You know what I'm saying? And nigga just talked about he just almost died last year. <laughs> nigga not supposed to be drinking, but. You know, I'm I'm not gonna mix it with like my blood pressure medication, but I mean, you know, nigga got nigga got blood pressure medication. It's not funny. It's early. I'm just laughing. It's early. It's this is eight thirty. I got a long night ahead of me. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, this week has been <laughs> Corona been taking over. To, to, are y'all scared of this shit? No, no. no, y'all not scared. Well, shit, y'all here, so y'all clearly not. <laughs> y'all clearly not. Scared. You know what I'm afraid of though? You a nurse? That's amazing. I know. Uh, I know you're a nurse too. <laughs> a STD clinic. Uh, yeah. Y'all got some take-home tests. <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> you know what I'm afraid of, though, man. Being with my kids in the house for like the next three weeks. <laughs> I'm. I'm afraid. But I ain't afraid of the virus. I'm afraid of you niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like the people. So Wednesday night. As soon as I seen after the election shit popped off, they was like, uh, oh, two niggas in Michigan got it. I went on my favorite gun website and bought some shit. Got delivered today. I'm scared of you niggas. I, I, Cause y'all gonna run out of food. Y'all gonna try to come to my house and it's not going down like that. Please believe. So listen, don't, be talk, don't talk shit about the niggas buying toilet paper. Cause that's a real resource. If shit fuck up, a gold chain ain't gonna get you shit. What toilet paper gonna get? Wipe your ass, nigga. What you mean? Rewash the rag. That's what you. Hey man, I don't. I don't. I don't want every. I'm 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 gonna be. I'm not putting on a sock again. That is that didn't wipe some shit out my ass. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the shit I'm not about to do. I don't. I, I don't want every shower, I, every every boo boo I take to lead to a shower, like because I I just be got another shit to Man, do. <laughs> What's the uh? A bad the night at White Castle. I'm not leaving the house. The Book of Eli. Y'all seen the Book of Eli and shit? Man, fuck with diamonds and gold. That shit can't get you nothing. Where the wet wipes at? That shit is. You know what I'm saying? That shit is important. I don't want to scare y'all or nothing, but they shutting this whole shit down for about four weeks. So y'all should stock up. You didn't hear from me. I'm just gonna stock up on food. Like that's that's what I really need. Uh, I just, as long as I got water and rice. Why y'all stocking up on water though? Like, is the water gonna stop working? Y'all 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 pipes somewhere? I drink tap. Y'all. No. Who, who drink? I drink tap. Like water. like they got they got an initiative not to cut not to cut people's water off right now. Like the water straight. Who who in here don't drink tap water? Bougies. What's wrong with y'all? Why? Yeah, but I bought spiritual water. I didn't I didn't buy 
I'll just say this. If you bathe in the water, whatever in that water gets in your body the same way. So you can drink it or you can bathe in it. It's getting into you the same way. And I drink that shit. I mean, like but Detroit got, Detroit got like some of the best like water when you just in turn on the Michigan. Yeah, you just turn on the tap. Okay. I'm cool with that. But it's still coming out the tap. Like, fuck that. Every, every bottle that comes in my house. Uh, that shit get filled with water who, and get put on top of my refrigerator. Who was in the niggas studio used to make we, fun of me, but now y'all niggas buying water and my refrigerator is full of that shit. Okay? Who was in the studio when I was talking about drinking toilet water? Was it Judy? Yeah, it was Judy. Explain. Explain. Because that's a. Explain that story. I don't, I don't need to go too far in depth, but like the, the water out the toilet is ice cold every time. In the back. In the back. In the back. I'm not gonna leave this nigga out like this so, nigga. <laughs> it, that's exactly where it comes from. That's, so not so, like that's ex- that's exactly where. So so I so I had an incident. I I had an incident where I got you know I got I got locked up for you know this is like my fifth or sixth driving on a suspended license. And I and I know the drill. Like you know, I got locked up like after eight. I know I'm not gonna see a judge till you know first thing in the morning. So I'm I'm cool. I I done been to jail before. I ain't scared. Give me my honey bun and my bologna sandwich, and I'm straight. So anyway, I woke up and the next day. It's time to see the judge. We do the whole little teleprompter thing, and I'm thinking, you know, it's three hundred dollars bond. That's what I typically pay. And <laughs> they got me on it. They know me around here. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that number two, the Dame special. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I got a little cash. I mean, I can bond out. It's just, you know, it was just an in- inconvenient time. I never had a police officer take me to the ATM before. So, like, I, I, I know this. You know what I'm saying? So, I see the judge, and he was like, yeah, this is your fifth one. Uh, you're going to do 15 days. And I'm like, 15 days where? <laughs> you know, I got to go to work. He was like, nah, 15 days. And, uh. That's probably like the longest I done been like just on like a bullshit charge, but you know, yeah, you know, you know, shit happens. Shit happens. I'm a career, you know. This this ain't this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? And I tell, you know, I've seen a few faces in the building, a couple young ladies I've you know, going out with a handful of times. Like you know, you can't really be my girlfriend till you pick me up from jail, cause like you don't. You don't really know my. You don't really know my life. <laughs> you don't really know my life till you waiting for the inmate to come out the back. So, but you know that fifteen day stretch. You know it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot. You know, learn how to make cake. <laughs> this nigga swear he. This nigga, that nigga like he was in Shawshank Redemption and shit. That nigga was like. It's fifteen. Look, days. after them fifteen days, I was. You know, that's what I started saying. Like I'm never. Like I'm never going back to jail. Like I don't have that same jail story for nothing. <laughs> I mean, because I only remember about a roughly ten minutes of it. Like, cause the five minutes I got there, then I was sleep, and then when they woke me up, it was like, "Hey, it's time to go home." I'm so, like, "Oh, nigga, this shit was this was easy." So, <laughs> oh, this was easy. Like niggas be talking about jail so tough. This was easy. So when I got my, uh, when I got my new job, they did like a really thorough background check. So the the recruiter called me back. She was like. So yeah, we went through your background check, and I do have, you know, I'm just gonna be transparent. I got a little fraud in my background. <laughs> Y'all might have seen me on Fox Two. <laughs> little, little fraud. I got might have seen fraud. a nigga on Fox Two before. I was, I was definitely on Problem Solvers, but 
<laughs> I was on problem solvers back in the day. That's a whole nother story. But anyway, she she brought it up. She was like, you didn't have 13 arrests in like the past four years. And I'm just like, you know, it's been a it's been a rough stretch. It's been a rough stretch. You want to get you know when they they show like Little Kim all her uh mm-hmm. her her mug shots and shit. I need to see the Dame going wild mug shot list. They won't let me. They won't let me have them. I ask every time I get arrested. They won't I had let me a nice. Them. I had a. Uh, <laughs> I had a cool. I had a cool probation officer who um she let me take a picture of this shit from my phone. She's like, if I ever see this online, I'm coming to get you. Like, eh. <laughs> they never let me have. Them. <laughs> but you know, lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, toilet water, ice cold. If you ever get the, if you ever get the fever in the middle of the night, that's where you could go. All right, man. So I want to talk about a couple of things that, that went down this week. Just don't put them little bleach things in the back of the toilet. One sure. of my favorite things. Did y'all see a little the, the video of the uh, the young the young god uh, at Myers who the police was harassing? Oh, y'all don't know. Let me let me let me let you hear. Like I'm gonna run away. Like you was gonna chase me if I did. Can you get LP to come over and open the office? Man, I ain't tripping. Open the office. I don't care. I ain't still nothing. That's how dumb you sound, nigga. You know how stupid. Watch when my grandma get here, nigga. She finna clown your ass. She finna clown you. Look at him. Take your badge off, nigga. I'll box you right now. And we at the, uh, who Myers is this? Who Myers is this? Who Myers is this? Oh, this the Myers across the, uh, Across from the Lansing Mall, nigga, they accusing niggas of stealing. Like, I won't bang this nigga head off. <laughs> and he think, nigga, think I'm stressing or something. Look at him. Nigga, think I'm stressing or something. Ain't stressing. Ain't tripping. Stop playing on me, nigga. Stop playing on me, nigga. Look how dumb you look. You look so stupid right now. Like, you look pitiful. You look pitiful for thinking I was stealing and now you ain't got nothing to say now, do you? Nothing to say. Nothing at all. These niggas so dumb. These niggas, who, James? Oh, they took, they stopped James. The, so like, he put him on live. Like, say hello to the live, sir. <laughs> say hello to the live. You look so dumb. So he was like, y'all, uh, y'all thought my man, y'all thought I was spit silly. And uh, I showed him my bag. You ain't find nothing but a pocket full of money. And then he took the money out and showed. So wow. I was so conflicted. But y'all, y'all, some of y'all are familiar with this, right? The timeline had a baby. Collective timeline of every Twitter, of every Twitter nigga ever. That's him. Baby. That's him. Yeah. Right there. He sound like every Detroit rapper and shit, right? Well, some of them, not every. Uh, so I was conflicted, right? Cause I'm like, well, the nigga wasn't stealing, and he had a pocket full of money. Let him go. He opened his bag. He got the little, you know, his headphones in there. That's it. Uh, he roasted my. But man. his home, his homie was stealing. Yeah, but now I'm gonna undo with me. Uh. <laughs> Uh, so he was gone. He was gone nuts. So like more videos kept surfacing and kept surfacing, and he was like, uh, he was holding the shit out these niggas. I, I can't even. He was like, look at you. Like I so work. He's talking about how I work you. Off your this off brand jean jacket you got. Look at them weak ass Nikes and shit. He said, give me your badge number for this about to pop off you with your fat ass shirt. Like he was just going in. <laughs> then he told him like, ooh, take off your badge right now. You want a box? And uh, he was like, if I catch you out of bounds, I'm gonna choke y'all until blood come out your mouth. He just started going crazy. He was having a rough night. He was having a rough night. But uh, so everybody was up in arms because he was cursing, right? And like, oh my God, he's gonna be in jail, da da da. I don't got no problem with cursing. Like, I don't think it's no right. I don't even with kids cursing. All right, let's have this conversation though. What's the thing about kids cursing? I mean, I know they do it. 
but like okay it, it it is but like kids can curse right they can't curse fine then they turn 18 and now they can curse like what changed like what do it like what happened again when it's your elder supposed to we supposed to hold the line and we need to hold the honesty because if people don't have anybody in the world they respect they're not going to respect the people closest to them and that's why we have this entire disconnect but i don't I, but I, I don't i don't associate disrespect with cursing now, if I cuss your mama out right now, now sit, put now like she gonna shoot me, but <laughs> I put like this. All right, fine. I won't use no curse words. You do you some you do something really stupid, and I'm like, all right, listen, this genius over here. Like I'm I'm inf- I'm insulting you, but I didn't use a curse word. But if me and you are cordial, and I use a curse, like what's the difference? That's if we cordial. I don't. So, so I just don't understand. Like, oh my god, it's a kid. He cursing. And so, then when you get older, it's the exact same act. Like you can't shoot niggas until you're fourteen. Like, and honestly, we've seen this story before. Not even take the cop out of it. Yeah. Put the teacher there. Put a, a, a pharmacy technician there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put anybody else there? We've seen this story before. All of us have been in, in public where it's been like, like let's take away his even his particular age. Somebody 15, 16. Acting unruly. Yeah. You just want to go about your day, but you got this kid here wilding the fuck out for absolutely no reason. No, I'm I'm okay with him wilding the fuck out. I'm cool with it too, personally. But I understand how that can have a negative impact on the people around. So the the thing, the reason I was conflicted because I, I get it. It's not lost on me what what was going on, right? But like, I'm tired of making people feel safe. Like, why do they gotta feel comfortable when I feel that you are harassing me? Like, I don't got shit. You look through my bag, ain't nothing in there, but you still holding me. I get that I'm a kid, but like, why should I make you feel comfortable if I literally feel that you're doing me an injustice? So if I weren't cursing and I was nicer to you, this like you're not being nice to me right now. So not, but it's not lost on me that it's a little kid wilding out and he probably does have some behavioral things because his grandma came in and his, he told him to chill and he was like, no, nah, grandma. <laughs> so I understand that, but like, I'm not okay with just trying to make everybody feel comfortable because we've been uncomfortable living in this country for a long fucking time and I'm tired of making other motherfuckers comfortable. I agree so I cuss like a motherfucker. I'm looking And I can use every word depending on, you know, I can code switch, but like, I like talking like this because this is our vernacular. This is our language that we use. And like, I don't like having to change it because a quote unquote white authority figure is there. Oh, we should talk how they think it's acceptable to talk. Like, I'm not with that. I'm not, I'm not, I look on, on, a, on a different spectrum because I got, I, yeah, flip side, my, my guy Q. I got, I got kids, you know what I'm saying? Like my oldest son about to be 17. Yeah. And like when my sons get together and they in the basement playing like Call of Duty or 2K, I'm nigga, nigga. Like I, I hear that shit from upstairs in the kitchen. Now, yeah, I'm gonna yell down in the basement like y'all chill that shit out. But like I'm not. Do I think like my 17 year old son ain't in school cussing? Like no, I'm not. I'm not ignorant. Like I know what the fuck I was doing at 17. So like I I get it. And I mean it's not on the grand scheme of everything that I have to worry about raising five kids like him throwing the S word out there every now and again ain't a big deal. Five, five. Like what's so bad about, I don't get it. Like what's the what's the bad thing about cursing? Like somebody said, don't say this shit so we can't say it now. Yeah, so whether it's a, the, the seven words that we deem as curse words or not, like I think it is the intent behind the words. So if I like, look at this freaking genius over here. Like I'm in, I can embarrass somebody you know what I'm saying? The same way with, with professional words, but like, 
if you trying to you trying to hurt my feelings with words, you can do that. If I if I'm like, what up, my nigga? Fuck you got going on today, nigga. Am I wrong? But it, it's it's tone it's tone too though. Like yeah. it's not it's not just the word it's it's the tone also. So if this young young king did use that same and the reason I call him a, the reason I call him a young king because he apologized. I don't know if y'all seen the video, but he apologized. He said he, he apologized because he embarrassed his mom, his grandma. He shouldn't have talked to the cop like that. However, he only apologizing for his actions and not standing up for himself. He said that I'm cool with. I'm glad I took my stance, but I apologize that it made the news and the headlines that it worked. So, yeah. He asked that man. What would he do in a situation where he has power over somebody else? Is what we should do. His mama made him apologize. Grandma made him apologize. It was a well written. It was a written apology. Did they apologize for harassing him? It was a. They never will. It was a written apology. Definitely, they need to make somebody feel uncomfortable. Yeah, pull up a chair, Joe. Sit for a spell. Oh, let me turn your mic up and shit. All right, take Malcolm X, for example, right? You got Malcolm Little, then you got Malcolm X. It comes from the same place. You have to learn how to be aggressive to learn how to use it properly. So if he was never Malcolm Little in the streets learning that my tone means something, he wouldn't know how to use it. So I feel like cussing builds character because you have all this power inside of you. You have to learn how to harness it. If you never have that power, you will never harness it. You will never have it. So you may go through your life being somebody completely different. If you really look at all, to take some of the most famous leaders, some of the most, people talk about Muhammad Ali, they talk about all these prestigious things he did. He was a boxer. At the end of the day, he was Cassius Clay. Uh, The most aggressive. Initially, he was Clashes K. Clashes K. That man changed his name to Muhammad Ali. That's what I got called him. But it comes from it comes from the same place. It's just how you go about it. I could dig it. And it shows how smart he is, though, because like you said to that. Point, I know he's hilarious because it was 15 minutes of jokes on there. Like y'all should go to YouTube. It was 15 minutes of jokes. He was tough on his feet. He was like, man, I grab both of y'all heads and run them together. Like he was, he was on one. <laughs> Sada, shit, he's <laughs> He got some older brothers. Uh, all right, man. So I'm cool with the young king cut. Well, I, I'm not cool with it, but I, I'm I was conflicted. You know, hey, man, it's, it. it's it's bigger fish to fry. I don't have no problem with the young brother cussing. All right, man. Uh, this week. Uh, one of your your favorite rappers, the baby, uh, was in the news. I love the baby. I love the baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so we want to have this. Can we? So we want to have this conversation or not? Because I Are think we gonna, can I do my? I feel like the baby's career right now is like is similar. Like when Ludacris hit. Like, not he, at all. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that they rap. No, no. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. He just. Because I ain't had that much to drink. Now I just think that like their career, sure. their career, like when they came out, like they was just everywhere. You can't go nowhere without seeing the baby. So I mean, now how they rhyme? Nah, absolutely not. Ludacris 
is definitely more lyrically you know gifted than the baby but like i like it i like it i like how so he what's rapped the, what's the what's the similarity just just their impact when they first came out that's all yeah the trajectory they, my my guy that's the only thing that cre- yeah, and the videos the, the, the videos, videos are creative and animated videos More besides cre- that what else come on we're not going we're not going to do that tonight we're not going but but you know what hold on before before we go a little bit further Barry cuz i got a bone to pick with you I saw your Andre 3000 comment before the evening is over. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. No, no, we've, no. we've had this conversation for. No, no, no. I don't, I don't want to do it right now. But before the evening is over, we're going to get. Somebody called Three Stacks an overrated legend. And I don't. Let, <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm going to start talking about people's mamas. <laughs> do you. You know your mama liked the comment that I that I left on your page <laughs> about her. Actually, <laughs> you, you know, you, so I know she saw it, and that's not and that's not the first time we done talked on Facebook. <laughs> I, I'm plant I'm planting the seeds. So listen, she man. interested. She interested. She interested, and if I meet her face to face, I can sell it. I can sell it now. I don't know if she didn't gonna buy did, it, but I can did, sell it. Didn't didn't uh, you meet her face to face almost exactly one year ago today? Yeah. No, no, I, we didn't. We didn't talk. But if she gonna be there tomorrow, we gonna have a conversation. <laughs> we gonna have a conversation. I don't know, Dame. <laughs> Mamas ain't off limits, cause I've seen I, I've seen us talk about women and then get in front of them, and it'd be a different I only, story. I only had one woman that I froze up on. Who was that? Delicious. I could, I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't do nothing with her. I couldn't. I couldn't do nothing. I, she she glamored me. I couldn't. <laughs> it's it's surprising like how attractive she is in person. Like I just wasn't expecting. Y'all, y'all not doing her justice when y'all be talking shit about yeah, her on like, the internet because it was the morning time and she ain't had no fancy clothes on. She was. Like, she smelled like fresh baked cookies and she was soft. She was soft. Yes, I touched the small of her back, and, and you I know she, it down. <laughs> she made a she made a man out of me that morning. <laughs> All right, but look, man. So what what I was saying with the baby, like it's I think so the fun. clock is on them, dog. I think that the the clock is on the baby. I don't think y'all like that nigga music like that because all that shit sound the same. And more importantly, like you just slapped another person in the crowd, a woman at that. Like this, like your seventh or eighth incident fighting in the crowd and ultimately if you want to be the toughest nigga in every city somebody's gonna come and see if you can prove that that's the only thing that i'm worried about because any hood remember that old commercial when people think you tough they want to see how tough you are now so far he been getting away with it but yeah like he he been getting away with it but like listen he he's a small man in stature (laughs) now he keep that big ass security guard nigga with him at all times but like you catch you catch him one-on-one like well, y'all not trying to fight. No, like I'm, you. No, no, I'm. I'm not. I'm not saying even scrap with him. Like you catch him one. Like you catch him in the wrong city. Somebody gonna shoot him. I mean, just plain and simple. Like, like he not smacking niggas on indeed. Like he not at Little Caesars smacking niggas because somebody <laughs> a fucking shoot him inside of LCA. Oh, I'm talking about the actual little. No, 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 I'm talking because it does go down. Yeah, there's a couple videos where it does go down at Little Caesars. But no, he can like think. I mean, I was that period. That's 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 my hood, Little Caesars. The I one on Finkel and Myers. That's yeah. that's my hood, Little Caesars. But I mean, like he West Side over here, nigga. Yeah, all day, all day. 
It's only two type of people in this world: those from the west side, and those who live in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is, I, I tweeted. Y'all discovered bed bugs. I tweeted today that y'all discovered uh, bed bugs a long time ago. The whole west side, and people had a, and people had a problem with that one. And I was like, shit, happy three one three day to the whole west side, and like some of the tweets didn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean. That's it's unfortunate. That's what you It's a good ten of y'all that I fuck with, though. <laughs> right. It's a good ten of y'all. I guess because I, I I need somebody to introduce. Hold on. I have Eastside friends because I need so I need somebody to introduce me to drug dealers. I need somebody to introduce me to drug that's dealers. That's one of my ride or dies for the Eastside. But that's that don't count. That don't count. She like. You know, yeah. Listen, I gave y'all, I gave y'all ten, ten Eastsiders, okay? Ten of y'all niggas. Don't make them pull that All right, somebody else. You, you, you know how you know how I know the Eastside is completely useless, They're, because there's no Taco Bells on the Eastside. And there you have it. <laughs> what happened? They, they have a whole. So- My man got a whole song about it. I'm from the East Side where they don't have no Taco Bells. It's not. <laughs> the East Side also doesn't have porches, so it's just like house. It's like door. <laughs> it's like grass door. Like, like. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Jay. It's grass door one way street. Grass door one way street. Grass door one way street. But like. <laughs> <laughs> like you got like you got like hop down from your uh from the house to the grass is like a little hop like it's no all right listen i'm fucking with you i'm fucking with you no no it's it's, it's, it's like detroit day hold on, hold on. so we got to be unified jay, jay, with the east jay you know when we talk about like the short stay motels where you go straight from the jacuzzi to the door yes. that's the east side you go <laughs> bedroom bedroom to the front door like that's if it. you can like hop from your living room to the to the front grass like that's a that's a problem I'm sorry. We not, nigga. You on Greenfield right now? Shout out to the West Side, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't drove, ain't drove past the motel since you got off the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. The baby ain't the only one on the clock. I know y'all not gonna agree with this shit. Don't come for my girl. But Meg on the clock, fam. <laughs> like, let's be real. Ah. She on man. the clock. Y'all don't really fuck with her like that. I love the music. Like she a good she an entertaining person the whole nine yards. I like I don't like dislike her, but all that shit this week that shit was mad corny, and I think it's gonna hurt her. But like y'all listen to her album? Uh, I'm sorry, that EP. Yeah, her fourth EP. You listen to it? Don't y'all? Nobody cares. No one listens to that shit. It was a horrible rollout. Well, maybe it was it was it was a good rollout because they got people talking about it. But that shit had like three songs on it. It was really bad. I like to be in. I like to be in a room alone. I like to be in a room alone with Meg Thee Stallion. <laughs> What's the important thing? We seeing a trend of people coming to Detroit to get their sound. We see Meg doing it. We see Rico Nasty doing it. They to sound. get their sound. Shit, we see the we see um. 
the, the whole bay, the whole bay. Like it's no knock to the bay, because I, I I know that's 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 a soft spot for you. I know I know that's a, I know that's a soft spot for you. I mean, it is what it is. They all sound like a version of. Soft. I have no forty hate. I have no forty hate. There's no e forty hate on this end. <laughs> uh, I think she on the clock. I think she trying to do my man from fifteen oh one dirty. You try to make that man seem like he was doing her uh, doing her bad. 60-40 split is a good fucking deal. I don't care what you're talking about. And In any business, a 60-40 split is... It's a good deal. I mean, if you haven't proven your yourself. And is you good. Also, um, only like the whole little 360 deal shit that people be talking about, they try to make it seem like it's, oh my God, they got a 360 deal. Well, if you are nobody and I blow you up, right? And nobody making money off of like album sales, but you go on to do shows and everything like that. Like I didn't invested two million dollars into you. I need my money back. Like I need to recoup. You know what I'm saying? I, I think Mel makes. I think Mel makes decent music. I, I, you said what now? I think she makes decent music. I like you listen big, to it. I like Big Old Freak. Like that's that's my shit. What's the big? That's the biggest. She song? she got a new song, uh, fucking around, talking cash shit with the baby. That's good. Both them niggas on the clock. If her and ba- if her and the baby made an album, they could squeeze you know that something gonna, out of that. Listen, both the me, listen. Yes. Meg rap like she just learned how to rap, and that's not a knock to her. But this heavy little like every single time, it's the same fucking hard flow. I like MJG though. I love, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like uh, I think she on the clock. Cause where the hit at? Big old freak is the hit, man. Talk talking cash shit was a hit. That's platinum. Big old. Go? I'm on that cash shit. I don't. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think. The four eleven legend. Okay. The, if if that ain't the pot calling the kettle a nigger. I said if that ain't the pot calling the kettle a nigger. I, I feel like uh, baby got PTSD. In the last two years, he shot two niggas. He fight, faced two cases in the same situation where somebody tried him from his kids in um, yep. uh, Walmart, mm-hmm. Myers. They broke into his house. The, they broke into his house. Yeah. He, had to, he had to shoot two niggas in his house and they, uh, at the mall situation. Somebody always trying them. So if you walking through the crowd, somebody, you reacting. He's very defensive. But I'm listen. But if you put yourself out there to where you feel like, no, nah, ain't no niggas gonna touch me. I'm untouchable. Niggas is gonna try you just yeah. because you that girl did not try to attack him, man. He hit her. He, she hit him on the face of the phone. Not on purpose. Like I wasn't trying to attack that man. If that was the first case, absolutely. But this the seventh time. Like, no, this the seventh time though. In the exact situation. It's gonna be a hundred more times. No, it's no, not. No. So, so, 
I feel you that he does need some self control, but I I think there should be a few more buffers was, in place. Was, was, you was pay really, you pay security to keep to keep the bullshit away from me. What's really crazy is the person he hit ain't the person that put the phone in his face. So the person he hit is not the girl that put his phone in his face. He turned around and socked somebody, but it wasn't her. To be fair, he was blinded. Well, keep going. Also, it's funny that you say that after we just had the conversation from not all the line in the sand for the kid. That kid is what grows up to be the baby. All that unchecked behavior starts to so 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 realistically, you saying like the baby probably been this way the better part of his life. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I I I feel I feel that, but like also well, like I, I seen the video. I, I showed some niggas some video last night where a nigga literally walked up and said, "Hey man, can I get an autograph?" And they beat the shit out this nigga for five minutes. That was it. Like that was it. It wasn't like a, a, a let me bump into you. Like it was whack. Like it was like four of them and that big security guard. Like that shit weak. But you only yeah. see you only seen that part. We don't know what. Happened. I seen I seen before he got out the car. They watched the whole shit. Yeah. My man came up say yo, can I get an autograph? And they beat this shit out of that nigga for f- like five minutes. Nah, it's gotta be more to it, right? I wish it was. <laughs> and then, like it's a whole bunch. Of, I'm just saying that he on the clock. Cause like at this point, I only can listen to the same song. So many times. It's just his beats. That's it. It's the same song. Everybody said that shit sound like Scooby Doo Chase music. I can't hear it. It do. It sounds. I like. I like the baby. I. I think it. Yeah, but it's how long you gonna ride that way? I think he I think he still has a I think he still has a, a huge career in front of him. He he got he gonna have to work with different producers outside that circle of niggas that's giving him that same type of beat for a sound in order for a sound to grow, but I like him. Just playing this I think he makes mediocre music that I listened to one time and I'm not going back to. That ain't what I asked you though. That's the answer. I, I just, but I'm saying, is it bad? Like is it like I don't in my to my standards, yes. Yes, it's bad. He's plus part two. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I want to go. I want to call the nigga Plies. Like I didn't say he can't rap. I just say he rapping the same cadence. Like like he can actually rap though. You know what I'm saying? I want. I don't want to. I want to disrespect him. Like, like I mean, as as soon as he start rapping, there's no doubt. Like who the fuck it is? It's 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 the baby. But I mean, I saying. One hundred percent. Would you like to come up here and rap a few lines of it? <laughs> Don't geek her up. <laughs> so listen, man. All right, so listen, man. If y'all if y'all are fans of the show and shit like that, y'all know we got a game we like to play. It's like our favorite game, and it's called uh, One, One Gotta, gotta go. go, right? Oh, shit. And because today is March thirteenth, Detroit Day, uh, we doing a One Gotta Go Detroit Culture Staple Edition. Oh, no. Somebody gonna get their feelings hurt in this one. Like these are not easy choices. I'm gonna say that right now. Okay, so. 
when I say one gotta go, I'm not just talking about the individual item. I'm talking about the whole era, the whole culture, the impact that the it impact left too. The whole nine. This shit. Yeah. This shit got yeah. to go. The, the stamp. No, no, okay. it's not. Just let's let's do it. We go a little accessory. We're gonna go to the accessory route. If one of these Detroit staples got to go, which is it? We got Cartiers. We got Gators. We got Furs. And we got the Alwasan era. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Uh, so I just want to make let me do it let me let me do an age check. <laughs> I I I feel listen, so listen. so hold on I I hear you I hear you about Gators got to go but like you a little bit younger and and that's that's not a knock but like I wore Gators to prom and like that oh I want. Oh, Span, Span, I wore some black, big, big black gators to prom. And I was killing them. I was killing them. I oh. saved up all my Wendy's checks to go to City Slickers, and I was killing them. Now, listen. This is 20 years ago. This is 20 years ago. Time out, time out, time out. You mean to tell me you're going to take the Cartier culture away from Detroit, period? Never happened? Barry, you got yes. <laughs> you got yes. Hold on, is Barry sitting in some yes right now? And come saying on, come that on, they gotta on, go. Barry. Come on, Barry. Come on. To the mic. To the mic. Come on, man. <laughs> the level of blasphemy from that statement, number. Who's our Cartier? Oh. Oh shit. All right. Wow. I feel like I'm too short for this. There we go. All right, what's the question? What's good can go? Cartier? You, you said Cartier's can go. Man, because too many people lost their lives behind them. Exactly. That's really that's really the gist of it. You know what I'm saying? I understand, I understand Fine, Cartier's like, we get with a I understand too. it's like a trophy for most people, getting a pair of buffs, woods, whatever. But I've seen too many people get beat up behind them. I've seen people get killed behind them. And it's just, you get rid Get rid of that's a that I can I can respect that opinion. Yeah. I may not agree with it, but I yeah. respect it. Yeah. I respect it. Yes. That, that's true. Oh. All right. Because we old. As, as far we as old. We old. All right, man. All right, check it out. As far as cultures go, everybody buy Detroit swag. All the artists and the basketball players and everybody, they come here to get their yays and shit like that. That's a part of our culture. That's just who we are. I'm not getting that, that shit. I see that point. I'm a step away, though. First, of all, first of all, everybody in this room knows the Dietrich Furs. So, <laughs> if you get rid of that, you're getting rid of a piece of your life. <laughs> hey, my grandma gave, my grandma gave all my aunts furs. It's like nine of them. She gave them all furs and shit. Where else do you buy furs from in Detroit? You go to Detroit. That's all I know. I just know they're family. All right, all right, all right, all right. So listen, 
the only opinion that really matters is us. What you voting for? I'll be honest. If 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 I got to get rid of something, if I got to get rid of something, I'm I'm getting rid of Al Wasams. Thank you. That's the only. It's the obvious choice. It's the obvious choice. The obvious choice. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I'm a. I'm, so Dame, I'm I'm gonna get my reasoning why. All right, all right, what up? I'm a, I'm gonna get my reasoning why. First of all, Gators will never leave. You understand? Gators they already, they, Gators they are gone. a when, when when I die, when I die, bear me in some big blocks. You understand? Get my suit from City Slickers and put me on some big blocks. Where am I getting Gators from? Yeah. Oh, they still exist. Mr. Allen. They don't even exist no more. <laughs> All right, listen. We're not, we're not going to come to no determination on that one. This is a little tough. Hey, look, look, them Al Psalms age terribly. You understand? Like, they age terribly. We ain't talking about the actual item and if the item is good. We talking about the culture, the, the whole era that came along with it. And don't act like the Detroit starter kit wasn't the Al, Al Wizzy, a white T-shirt and some black Jabos with some Jordans. That was in a Detroit hat. That was the Detroit starter kit. And the Cardis. Like, that, that was Detroit starter kit. There was woods. Like so, like to say that's not the like literally that was the Alba sign and the wood and the yeah. Hold on, hold on. Like that was hold on. Bo- bo- <laughs> People got younger and started suits got tighter as fuck. And 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 the, the pinstripes left and they got real really tight. Hold on, hold on, bo- bo- <laughs> All right, hold on, but before this go too far, can I can I share with y'all a story? Because I feel like I'm a Monk's family. It's it's not. I was gonna do a live story time with Dame because the young lady that I maced was supposed to come. I, I, I it was it was it was it was last it was last year when I told it was last year when I told this story. I, I did mace a young lady in a car in a car full of children. Um, she, she which, no no she we don't have children together. She I would never mace the mothers uh, of my children. Mike. I I may I may want to mace them at times. I may want to. <laughs> uh, we'll make sure that 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 wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. So anyway, the, the the young lady I was supposed to mace, she didn't show this evening. I did mace her. It's not. It's not. It's, it wasn't a suppose. She was supposed to show up, but I did mace her. That's 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 a proven fact. I maced her, and I maced her nieces and nephews. Listen. Oh. Hold on, I just I just give a brief overview. She, she the was somebody on YouTube. Yeah, the story's on YouTube. She was somebody I used to date. She stole something from me, and when I met to meet up with her, she was acting like she wasn't gonna give it back. So, I was at a gas station on the east side. <laughs> That's where it go down at. 
I was on a shell station off Mac Avenue. She she was she was from the east side too. She lived right off Moraz. I was the ratchets is always from the east. Yeah. I was at a shell station on the east side. She had she had my credit card and she was acting like she wasn't gonna give it back. Now we had already out we had already established that she had my card and I was meeting up to get it back and she was put she was putting the car in drive like she was gonna pull off. So yes, I had mace on a keychain. So the first thing I thought, like I have to stop her, but I'm not stronger than a Ford Taurus. So this is my, she had the window down. We was talking through the window. She was talking kind of spicy. I didn't like her tone. So I maced her. And then them kids started like gasping for air and crying. <laughs> so, so I saw that as my opportunity. I saw that as my opportunity. I said, oh shit, let me get her one more time. <laughs> and then I went back. What's the saying? <laughs> I was so mean with it. I came back with a whole nother scheme with it. And she had her mouth open and I maced her one more time. She was she was biting down like <laughs> But it was too late. So then I grabbed my credit card off her lap and I dipped. <laughs> Cause I don't play that shit. <laughs> I don't get no fuck. West side I don't get no fuck. So anyway, she hit me up because she was supposed to come on because she felt a way about me telling my side of the story and her not telling her side I was of the looking, story. I was but looking her side of the her. story is that she a thief. She a thief, okay? But anyway, let me take this back to my to where I initially was going with this, these Iowa Psalm coats. So anyway, one time I was out in the movies uh, with this young lady and I seen Trick Trick. And Trick Trick had, Trick Trick had just got shot. And for y'all that don't know the backstory behind it, Trick Trick got shot by a rapper from New York. I'm not gonna say the name because I've been around. Allegedly. Uh, I don't. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it because I have friends that are cool with Trick Trick. I've been in the same circles as them. And yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not scared, but I just know where to, you know. Whatever. You had a dream about Trick Trick before, by the way. So, so this this ties into my dream. So later that night, after I seen Trick Trick at the movies, I had a dream that I robbed Trick Trick for his coat. <laughs> that like we was at the movie theater, and you know he went up to get some popcorn, and I said, "This is my opportunity. I'm gonna wear this bitch around Detroit like the Transformer chain." And I took Trick Trick's coat and I ran out the movie theater. So as I'm running, you know, I just personally, I never know where I park. I kind of got like a general idea. I can, like I'm one of them like, I don't know where I parked at today. I know I'm in the back, but I'm gonna have to use my panic button to find my truck because I just, I, I don't know the general area. I just don't keep up with it. So in my dream, I'm running through the parking lot and I got Trick Trick's coat on my back <laughs> and I'm hitting the panic button and I hit the panic button and I hear my car behind me and I turn around and Trick Trick is right next to my car. So I had to make an executive decision. So I just kept running and I kept the coat. But yeah, them Iowa Psalms age terribly. And if you and if you still got one in your closet, you a joke. Cause what you gonna do with it? Them coats is like fifty pounds. It's like literally like wearing a bulletproof. They stand vest. up by themselves. Yeah, you you if you put but, it if you put it on a table, it's gonna stay on the table. But we can't act like that era wasn't a, a fucking era and that was some Detroit shit. Born and bred. Like that was that's some Detroit shit. It's a staple. You you it, in, in retros in retrospect. 
if they made them again now, but like a little less husky, <laughs> they would they would they would be all right. In, in retrospect, can you can you look at yourself in the mirror and like really like be proud that you spent twelve hundred dollars on this coat? Okay, then. Well, you can't. You can say that about. Uh, uh, you can. You, Q. You can pass your buffs down to your son, like son with. These are for you. Where on the prom? These are for you. Go get robbed. What you got in your closet? Look, man. It's it's not coming back. And and you still got a shirt? Oh no! Now if you still got a, if you still got a Sherlin, like yeah, I'm not I'm not getting rid of that. I'm not getting rid of that. You should you should award this winner. All right, what's the next one? What's the next one? All right, because we man. got some controversial ones. So listen, uh, as far as food goes, washed. No, washed Dame is never. Good. It's horrible, actually. All right, Detroit staples, culture, all that shit. We talking about food. Uh, Coney Island. No. Sweetwater. Sweetwater as a staff, record label, and a motherfucking crew. Um, Steve Stole Food. And Biddy Hannes. <laughs> Let me get some of that champagne. So let me so let me get this straight. Y'all gonna stunt on the impact that Steve Sofu had on the city of Detroit? Like what the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? <laughs> so it's Benny. Even though Benny ain't like some Detroit shit, but it's some super Detroit shit. Hold on. Hold on, you know, you know what made Benny Hanna even better? That I can throw on my Alwasan, my white tee, and my Jabot jeans, and I can pull up in my charger and pick a young lady up, and we can go to Benny Hanna's, and you're gonna want extra garlic butter. And I'm gonna tell you, yes, you can have it. You can have it. Because you're from the east side, and you used to like eat trash. Like in real trash. life, it gotta be Benny, though. You're used to eating trash. Extra garlic butter is just so fucking extra. How how else do you eat Benny Hanna without extra garlic butter? butter? Like, why the fuck do you need she extra garlic For the flavor. It's going to your Q, Q, I was gonna say the same thing. Her palate her palate is poor. Her palate is poor. It's also it's also it's also going to a four eleven frame. Like like you know what I'm saying? So like the extra garlic butter. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, look, it's Benny though. He do got it. if if. So you mean you you will live in the city of Detroit history with a Benny Hannibal with no Steve Sofu ever? Come on, fuck out Come here, on, dog. come. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed, man. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I have gone to Steve so I have. I have. Oh, oh, cause Steve's ain't on the east side. Y'all niggas don't know nothing about that. 95, 96. 95, 96. That's probably about the last time I had Steve. Alright, listen. Exactly. Alright, this one is gonna be uh this the last Detroit issue Detroit edition. The fellas is probably gonna be more on this. This is the car edition. 
So uh, <laughs> now, now we talk about you, you know they sprinkled in there. <laughs> so we talk about uh, not necessarily what car is better per se, but just the whole era and the whole energy. You know, around. you know, if a Marauder with some twelves pull up in front of your house, you getting in the car. What? All right, listen. So listen, these are the we got the Charger slash Challenger community. <laughs> that era versus the '96 Impala. That whole era. The whole mon- the uh, Marauder slash Crown Vic. You forty and slash- you forty and over. You driving a conversion van. And then the whole Monty, the '88, the Monty Cutlass Cutlass era. That, yeah, that's almost unanimous, Jay. That is. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Yeah. I wasn't sub, expecting Throw that. some subs in it. I still want one. <laughs> if, if, I, if I could find me a clean cut list like today, I'd buy it. Yeah. I'd buy it. Oh, shout out to oh, some for sure. Mark. Um... Okay. Hey, whoa, whoa, we not talking about me though. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we, <laughs> we not, we not. <laughs> I don't have one now, but uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. To, in, in, in my homeboy's defense, in my home, one time I ran out of gas near the job. Jay Johnson pulled up in that charger and saved a nigga life. Saved my life. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> And I, and I and I and I and I was on the east side, oh, and, J, and Jay Johnson pulled up and saved me from the slums. Wait a minute, can I? Hold on, can I come up there and say something? He's right over there. Hold on. I got you. I got Jenny, 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 Jenny. We, My no, intro. We, we nah. fucking with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't have time because for Dave got so much fucking slander, but all of your fucking stories. Happened on the east side. Stay over there. You stay over there. So what the fuck you you doing over there? I'm not, no, I'm not even gonna front. I, I had me an east side girlfriend for about West 10 side years. Oh, okay. I, I came I came about six inches away from marrying that woman. Six inches away from marrying that woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I have been stabbed before, but it was not by an east side Relax. chick. I got stabbed by a chick from Florida. You got stabbed? I did get stabbed. But was she from? What you do back? I, r- I ran to the house. What do you mean? Damn, she, nigga. I got I got a tattoo on my elbow and it covers it up. But I did get stabbed by a chick. I was like fifteen. Wow. She won. Like you she, you ran after she stabbed. <laughs> she poked you up and then you ran. Like you lost the fight. I I did lose. I was I wasn't prepared so th- for her to stab me. That's why you don't fuck with Issa. <laughs> she, to be sure. she, she was no no. She was from my she was from Miami. She was from Miami. She stabbed me for sure. Facts. And it's rough as hell. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. They they fine, but they live in a two family flat with thirteen people. <laughs> All right, listen. No, you're Choose. right. Cause cause on the east side it's a bando. Oh shit. They live in a bando. Just because y'all houses come with a fucking pink 
<laughs> All right, listen. We got one more. We got one more. Then we moving on. Uh, and this is shoes edition. <laughs> I thought you was gonna rock them today, though. No. Uh, Air Force Ones. Come on now, some crispy. That's what I'm saying. Some cri- some crispy whites. Come time out. On. Time out. Let me get. Let it. Let me get my because I need some forces. We got. Detroit fashion, all that other bullshit we talking about. So, uh, Air Ones, we got Jordans, all of them. Drunk. <laughs> uh, the Gore-Tex boots. That shit was Rockport Gore-Tex. Rockport y'all niggas Gore-Tex. be lying, no? What the like? What was y'all wearing? Rockport yes. Gore-Tex. The Rockport Gore-Tex. They're not like, going nowhere. What's the last Ninety fives. Ninety fives. Y'all mean to tell me y'all wasn't fucking with the Rockport Gore-Tex? No, no, we said we said the Rockport Gore-Tex. Rockport Gore-Tex. Yes. As it relates to Detroit. As it relates to Detroit. <laughs> Tell him, man. Tell him, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo. Man, you was running through him. You was running through him in state in that outfit. (laughs) (laughs) You're redeemed now. You're redeemed now. All right, man. That's all I got for that's that's the that wraps the one gotta go Detroit edition. Uh, Hey, man, you might as well start a load of whites because I'm getting washed. Look, if you can get rid of it, it's not an STD. It's just a dick code. That's it. It's just a dick code. All right, listen. Uh, look, look. If you could take a shot and three pills and just take a weekend off, it's cool. It's not. It's not even no big deal. This is not my. It's this not is, not, this is not my train of thought. This is not. This is not how I think. This is not how I think at all. Yeah, I, I had the junior. Well, they just found some chlamydia, chlamydia so in the fucking sea. Deal. It's not a big deal. In the Arctic, it, it went way. away. It went away. <laughs> uh, so, a uh, quick question: Did y'all hear about Andrew Gilliam today? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Could you explain what you? So, I came into the studio today. Could you explain what you told me? So, Andrew Gilliam got caught in. No, but Say I allegedly. Mean, allegedly, but it's. I mean, it's a police report that's out. I, I don't. <laughs> It's not allegedly like the police came to the hotel. Oh, now we trust the police? Nah. The white but, police? But all I'm going to say is allegedly he was caught in a hotel. He had OD, allegedly OD'd off, off of crystal meth. And he was... 
Okay, but he was also butt naked in a hotel with two men. They, they, the the police report said that he was naked. That's the police report online, Don. I'm it's online. You, I'll be perfectly honest. This is a smear campaign. He was about to be somebody running mate for president, and they had to get the nigga out the paint. Well, why did the police come? Cause somebody OD. And black people don't somebody fuck with no OD. fucking crystal meth or no meth. Like that's not some shit black people fuck with. Like I just don't. I don't believe the shit. His other friend that was there, I just don't. Now the nigga. The, the, uh, <laughs> he could. He could have very. He said. He he said he had a little. He did admit to having liquor in the system. I will say this. I, I, I will say this. The only thing that's kind of suspicious about the story, or just in general, I don't trust a, man, a black man with no facial hair. No facial hair. Uh, he better be in the nation. If not, if he don't got a bow tie on, he got he need a mustache. Like that's just the rules. Like if you don't have a, because as I'm scanning the room, every black man that I see in here has facial hair. It's just, it's just, <laughs> and a, and a respect. I mean, but that that's enough. But that's enough, man. That's enough. That's enough. You know what I'm saying? You got facial hair and visible tattoos. Like we know what you are. <laughs> we know what you are. I don't, I don't. I'm not. I'm not believing it. I'm not reading the whole article and shit because I think it's a smear campaign. He's probably about to be somebody running mate for vice president or some shit like that. Because. I'm not voting for uh, Biden, but if he would have had the black man on him, he probably would have finagled some shit. But no, I, I, I can't. I can't get with it. I think Joe gonna scoop up Kamala if he get uh if he get denied. Y'all fucking with Joe Biden? I'm not. Oh, that'll be that'll be a mayonnaise ticket. So so I feel like we amongst friends right now. So let's let's just talk about it real quick. Trump gonna be president again. And he gonna he gonna be the first sitting president that's been impeached and to get reelected, and that's just the the plain and simple of it. There's not a strong enough candidate out there to unseat him at this moment. But I hear people say that, right? But like, what are we basing that off of? Because that nigga ain't ran on no, he ain't made a campaign ad, no nothing. Like, so what are we basing it on? But yeah, he he based he, on he what? had enough radical white people behind what him I'm asking to it, do it one more time. Well, listen what listen to what I'm asking though. Y'all made up in your mind that this is how it's gonna go, but like based on what? The general vote that just happened. Does. You got to prove to me why I'm not fit. These other guys showing you they're not fit. You got to prove to me why I'm not fit. You got to prove to me why I'm not fit. You got to prove to me why I'm not fit. You got to prove to me why I'm not fit. You got to prove to me why I'm not fit. You got to prove to me why I'm that's the difference. They went with their radical. We fighting ours, nigga. We ain't look at that shit. That nigga numbers against Biden in Michigan, crazy. That shit fucking crazy. Crazy. Uh, Correct. Oh, oh, that's 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 a fact. Well, actually, when you because when, when I went the, to vote at seven o'clock at night, I was like voter one fifty six. However. When you look at the percentages and the ages of people voted, all the young people voted for Bernie and all the old niggas voted for Biden. Biden. The old niggas don't believe Bernie don't get shit 
We don't. To get a what now? So he asked. I do not. I don't know. Okay. Everybody old as fuck. All, all three candidates all are geriatric white men. Yeah. Span, span, come on up. Come on up to the mic. Yeah, I heard it. Black nigga. Black dude. Go ahead. Say what you about to say, Span. No, nah, I was saying. Shout out, matter of fact, shout out to Span. We was on this podcast uh, about a month ago. About a month ago. About the Span report. Like two, three weeks ago. Um, the only thing I'm saying is like we gotta remember, like we gotta kind of like look back at the history of it. When Obama, when they, when they, when they passed Obamacare, probably about what ten years ago, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. They had the House of Representatives and they had the Senate. It wasn't easy getting that shit done. Y'all seen how they flipped that shit as soon as they tried to push that shit through. Um, for Bernie Sanders to prompt, you know, to, to get the shit done that y'all need, to, that y'all want. Bernie Sanders is going to have to have some of those people in the Senate and the House of Representatives in order to get that shit passed. And right now, Bernie Sanders ain't actually looking out for the Democratic Party. Bernie Sanders is looking out for Bernie Sanders. And so until Bernie Sanders reaches out to the rest of the party, he ain't going to get shit done. He can promise you the world, but unless he unless he actually has a coalition of people, unless he actually has a coalition... You you see how they fell, but you see how they fell in line, right? They say that you see they say that you see how they fell in line, right? Right now, Bernie Sanders depended on young voters to come out there and come get him in because it wasn't old people that was ever fucking with Bernie Sanders. It was always the older. It was always the older electorate. What we see about old people vote. And the only thing I ever tell Bernie Sanders supporters, like man, you can go to all the rallies you want, you can pop all the shit off on Twitter and Facebook you want. Until you go to the polls, man, ain't none of that shit gonna matter. Speak to how they, how they did How did they do them? Speak to how, how, how they, they, they read them. Did they? Yes. Come on. Did they? Yes. Hold on, 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 hold on. But, how, but, but look but, at the vote totals. Look at the vote totals. How many votes did Hillary Clinton? And we not about to call vote totals because that shit don't happen like no, that. No, it does. Like, it does. How many votes did he lose by? Yeah. He lost by he lost by more votes than Donald Trump lost in the popular vote for the general election. She beat him by almost four million votes. But that's not how elections are counted. They that's count how they by, count the delegates. They count he by couldn't beat her. Votes. He couldn't beat her in delegates. So he like couldn't yo, beat her in super delegates. He couldn't beat her. He didn't beat her in shit. Bernie Sanders should have been going along. Real talk. Real talk. But it was proven that the Democratic Party got with Hillary Clinton and actually stole the He's not the a Democratic part of their party, bro. But I'm saying it was proven gonna, that they did the shady some, shit and gave her the nomination. You can't join somebody's party and be like, yo, I'm going to put my feet up on y'all table. Y'all going to run Trump did. shit. No, he didn't. That nigga wasn't no Republican. He just, I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. So y'all wanted to run like that. <laughs> and guess what they did? Guess what they did, though? They fell in line when they saw that the numbers was in his favor. I'll tell you this. Right though. now, Bernie Sanders ain't got the numbers in his favor. And y'all seeing that. Y'all seeing that. He don't have the numbers in his favor. I tell y'all this. I tell you this right now. Been there for the longest. Okay, I, I get that. But guess what? 
That's the only reason why people. But you know what though? I'm not. I'm not fucking with Joe. That counts for something for a lot of people. That counts for something. And it's not just saying. Like real talk. Real talk, I fuck with Bernie Sanders, but I think a lot of times Bernie Sanders gets in his own way. I'm off this. I'm not going to be. I'm going to rap. No, it's over. It's over. It's happening again. I'm sorry. It's just happening again. I'm sorry. No, I'm over it. I'm not telling y'all to vote for nobody. I'm just telling y'all. I'll tell you what I do hate. In 2016, we saw that. And he doing the same thing that happened in 2016. It's happening right over again. It's happening right over again. I tell you what I do hate, and then we moving on. I hate the your vote matters, every vote counts, and you got to vote because your vote matters. And then when you find out who they voting for, oh, you can't vote for this person because this vote, this vote, this that's a vote for this person. So your count, your vote don't matter. It's either one way or the other. It's either it matter or it don't matter. Because if it matters. Then don't tell me when you vote for this one. This is a really a vote for this one. So it's either it matters or it don't matter. Nobody knows who vote for. Yeah. B B B. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, uh, Dave. Hold on, hold on. That's my man's. That's my man's. He's with me, and I and B, my homeboy B is the bar landlord. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Every bar that he goes to is his bar. That's my nigga. That's my nigga. He gets a pass. So listen, man. On episode two hundred, uh, on episode two hundred, I do want to watch, uh, man. We need you to get it together because we got about about twenty more minutes. Uh, so get your shit together. Uh, but on episode two hundred, I do want to um. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> get together, nigga. Uh, I'm drinking champagne out the bottle. <laughs> hey man, when the can crack, your man back. <laughs> so listen, on episode 200, we do got some people in the uh, in the building who's been a part of uh, episode 200. I mean, episodes for these 200 weeks in a row. Uh, so I do want to shout everybody out who's been a part. Uh, one of my favorite episodes uh, was the. The knowledge, wisdom, and understanding episode with our good brother Machete Muhammad in the building. Um, come up, come, come, you want to come, come, come up for a hot second? I was, uh, and and now I finally get to meet him because. Well, you was there too. Oh, you was because when you came, <laughs> when you came, I was in the hospital. Yeah, so I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> My brother. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it And then I know you got I, so, uh, you, I stay off Puritan So I know you got the boxing gym Right up the street right. from where I live at Right I gotta bring my youngest up there Cause he bring like He like to fight Yes sir bring Yeah he like to fight <laughs> And he we, need to get beat up No we'll We'll teach him We'll teach him how to throw them hands Yeah, yeah. So I brought you up for twofold One Because you was one of my favorite episodes And two uh, Last night Dame has been on me for For months about so look, Jay, Jay Electronica is my favorite rapper currently, and I've been waiting for this album for ten years. And I love Benny the Butcher, but like Jay, I've been waiting since Exhibit C dropped ten years ago for this album to come. And if I, and if, and man, it came, it came in the middle of the night, and I, 
is 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 consume my day. And I'll be right, right, damn you. I'm the first. You the first person to put me on. Yeah. At work, you came like nigga. Listen to this. <laughs> like, like it was crazy. Like nigga, I got this new cook up, nigga. Things things Dame was right about the anthology. What was it? Was something I was right about this week. I don't know what you was right about because I I kind of I admitted to it, but I can't remember the it right off. Yeah. I think we talked about that. I don't know. Yeah, that bevel changed my life. I'm still be nicking my head up, but the bevel. Ch- I mean, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. I've come a long way. But uh, you are a mentor to to uh, to the good brother Jay Electronica. Yes, sir. Uh, how you feeling about that album? How you feeling about this album? Oh, it's fire. I talked to him last night. Um, I was with um, Royce, me and Royce the Fire Nine was together last night, and we called him. We was on the video chat with him. Uh, the, the album is fire. If you haven't heard it, go and go on Spotify. It's all on, it's on all the streaming channels. Um, but it's a it's a Put the mic up. I'm sorry. But if you haven't heard it, it's on all the streaming channels. Uh, like I said, I, I spoke with him last night, myself and uh, Brother Rush to Five Nine. Uh, Jay-Z was in the building when we talked. Um, it's pretty much a collab with him and Jay-Z. So for those who've been waiting for whether it be a 10 or 11 years, beloved, uh, it's well worth the wait. Absolutely. It's well worth the wait. He was on there talking that talk. Yeah. That five percent hove, I, I love it. I love it, and I love you know me and Jay has have always talked, and I'm sure it's probably trickled down to you. We're we're big fans of the minister. You know that's that's like one of our bucket list interviews. Like I would just love. To, we don't need to ask him nothing. I just want to sit in the room with him for an hour, just just let him talk and just just be there. So like for him to start the start the album off with the impact of the minister. And just had those teachings interwoven in throughout the album, you know, to listen to him, how he's rapping, how how Jay Z's rapping over it. Like to me, it's a perfect marriage. Well, as you know, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was just in the city of Detroit uh, a week and a half ago. We had our Savior's Day convention here, right? And I was blessed to uh, have dinner with the minister. It's amazing and to be able to be uh, counseled and taught by the minister is always a blessing. Um, particularly those of us here in the city of Detroit. You know, he's been in the city of Detroit uh, now within the last five years, maybe six times total. So the city's definitely been blessed by the presence of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Absolutely. Um, th- so your knowledge and wisdom understanding episode, um, it, it got a lot of reviews. A lot of people like, y'all got to bring the brother back. And we do need to get you back for uh, a, oh, a, a full sit down. Oh, absolutely, brother. Um, it, it'll be my honor and pleasure. You know, one thing about knowledge uh, and those who know what knowledge is, knowledge is just simply uh, the acquisition of information. Um, but we can't stop at knowledge, as I mentioned at that particular time on the show. You don't want to stop at knowledge. You want to get wisdom. And uh, wisdom is the practical application of the information that you received. But the scripture says, with all thy getting, get understanding. So when you have knowledge, you have wisdom, again, which is the practical application of the information received. Understanding just simply means you've gotten a result from the information that you acquired and practically applied. So once you know something and you speak what you know, it has a different vibratory pattern. So if you're talking with somebody who speaks on theory, you know, everybody has an opinion. And as Muddy and Big Mom used to always say, everybody got an opinion. It's like an asshole. Everybody got one. 
But when you have somebody who actually experienced a particular thing, when you talk to Nana, you talk to Papa, and they're telling you about the things they went through, one thing we know, though the times have changed, the principles and the rules never do. So if they go through something, when they speak it to you, you feel it a little bit more because they've experienced it, Absolutely. as opposed to somebody who just simply has an opinion and they just, you know, I'm guessing this may be, this may be the truth. No, the truth has to be proven. And once you know the truth, it'll set you free. Fire. <laughs> All praises belongs to Allah, beloved. Well, we appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll talk so we can get you back on. Man, absolutely. Time. It's an honor, man. I'm we in a different studio now. A little bigger. More, I see. I see. Space, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's growth. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. growth. You know, the scriptures talks about exponential growth. And how does it say it? It's because the scripture says, be fruitful and multiply. Multiply means to grow exponentially. And anything that grows exponentially is a blessing from God. But whenever you hear someone speaking of division, you know they're speaking from Satan's point of view mm -hmm. because Satan speaks opposite of God. If God said be fruitful and multiply, then Satan says, how about dividing? Mm -hmm. See, but we get mixed up with respect to division and difference. There's a big difference. So if you speak about the differences, that's not division. That just simply means that I'm speaking on the characteristics you have and the characteristics I have. That's not dividing us, that's just identifying us. Yeah. So the Holy Quran says that Allah created us. The Holy Quran, which is the book of scriptures of the Muslims, Allah says, I created you in tribes and parties that you may know one another. It doesn't speak of division. So if I'm a Muslim and you're a Christian, that just simply means Muslim, one who is in, in entire submission to do the will of God, and you're a Christian, that just means one who submits their will to do the will of God in example of Jesus the Christ. So if I'm submitting my will in example of Jesus the Christ, and he said, not my will be done, but the Father's will be done, and I'm submitting my will as a Muslim, what's the difference? It's all the same. It's all the same, but we get a tendency to harp on the differences which ultimately divides us. Difference and division is two different words. Mm. Man, that was Major a Major Barnes. Go ahead, give that man a round of applause. Oh, Major Barnes, man, I appreciate yeah, you, my brother. Mind, man. And I hope I hope you all get a whole building, beloved. Oh, man, that's it's coming. That's yeah, right. That's right. Speak but, that. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, beloved. Hey, man, we appreciate you. Um, Man, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I I say it in front of a room full. You know, these are people that I, everybody. When I look out into this crowd and I see see the faces, I know it's love. This is family, friends, people that we we hold in high esteem. And I can say it in front of everybody, like, man, you 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 my brother. And you know, we this is still very small on the on a level, but you know, we building something and. You know, if I could have built it with anybody else, someone that came out the same. So, mm. I mean, you know, I'm glad that we're here 200 episodes later, you know, 200 Fridays <laughs> that we didn't sacrifice. And, you know, being, uh, you know, at points, uh, you know, single men out here and, you know, this podcast, you know, it was, yeah, you know, I, we, we've been, we've been in relationships. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't had another child, been in and out of relationships. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, this is you know been the most constant thing probably I didn't had in my life in the last four years. Wow. And I mean, I I be honest, um, <laughs> I ain't, I 
I mean, every Friday, every week since June 14th, June 15th of 2016, I ain't never been this consistent with nothing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa now. Whoa, whoa. Uh, you know, I. I <laughs> Let, I'm, let's put you in the hot seat. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that, Cheyenne. <laughs> Uh, so like I, I've really I've never been uh, disconsistent with pretty much anything, uh, and it's a grind because it's not always easy. I mean, giving up a it's uh, a sacrifice. It's a labor up, of love. Giving up a a day of the week, every week, no matter what. Um, we've literally we've taken like a, a half a week off. I mean, when my mom passed, we dropped something, but we didn't drew like no, a, you, a full episode. You lost, like, in, in the last four years, you lost your mother, I lost my father. You know, I, I had my challenges last year where I almost lost my life. Like I said, I had, an, I had another child. So I mean, we've seen the podcast has gone through, through its ups and downs, but no matter, you know, how shit ever shook out, you know, we we still ten toes ten toes south, and you know we making this shit happen. Yeah, man. Um, via the podcast, we were able to um, develop a following of some sort, and just buy a little space or rent a little space so we can actually do. Uh, matter of fact, shout out to my man Muddy in the back, Mike. Uh, Our third partner, yeah. Uh, me and Mike was kicking it and. They were on uh, 88.1 FM. I would sit in with him and Cool Breeze sometime. And um, I know what I was paying the white man to record in Royal Oak. And I know what they was paying. I'm like, listen, man, for what we doing, like we might as well just find a little office building or some shit and we can record whenever we want to, so. And it's crazy cause you know, even throwing Muddy in there, the connection goes back even further cause both our daughters was in the NICU together, two beds apart from each other, and we didn't even know each other at that time, but we was going through the same struggle. My baby was born a pound and seven ounces. I remember when Muddy took his daughter home from the hospital, like I was there that day when they finally released Micah after like being months in the NICU, and I was going through the same journey myself with my baby two beds over. So I mean, you know, the connection has been, you know, going back along for a minute, for a minute. Uh, so like me and Muddy was uh we was like fuck it, we bought the we literally just drove around and was like yo this building looks straight let's call it and we would just taking down numbers from shit driving by did we and, almost uh, land in the Greenfield Plaza we went there we went there they wanted too much money yeah. <laughs> uh they wanted a ghetto we will never return to you know I almost we 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 used to get offended that like when we give people the address and be like they just automatically well, drive to the Greenfield Plaza like I'm here. And like, no, you at Greenfield Plaza. We don't we don't do business down there. But we went there, like you know, starting off like they wanted like a lot of money, and like we it was just us. You know what I'm saying? It was gonna be, it was they just wanted too much money. I remember when you first when you got the first studio, I thought it was like, man, maybe Jay jumping out the window a little bit, but he had already signed the lease, and I was like, all right, that's my dog. Like if I got to come up with a little bit of bread every month. You know whatever but we never had to come out of pocket for the rent and then when that lease was up and he was like hey man I'm thinking about getting another studio and I was like yeah maybe we should talk about it and Jay was like yeah I already signed the lease and I was like well I, you know but we st- we stepped out there on faith and like you know glory to God we ain't never had to come out of pocket for, for so, the rent and stay paid so often like uh, one of my thoughts is like I always assume that I got more time than I actually do right um, so I some things that get taken for granted. So when the opportunity came across, we and Mike had a conversation. Was like, look, 
Like worst case scenario, I got this half, you got this half. So it's me and Dame, whatever happened, I got this. It's you and Cool Breeze, we got that. And we sit, um, we, he, matter of fact, I think Mike actually found this joint. We, he wrote the number down, we called, we came up here, talked to the people that was cool, and we had a conversation in the bed of my truck. We were just sitting in the back like, look, dog, this was gonna happen. Matter of fact, come on. No, matter of fact, come here. <laughs> That's it. That did sound wow. In the bed of your truck. <laughs> this is my man, dog. This is my right hand man, right. dog. So when you say in the bed of your truck, I got, I, we wasn't laying in the bed of his truck, but we were sitting out back and uh, we was just we was just riding, man, and we was just like you know what, this place is nice. So we end up pulling up and I end up speaking to the lady upstairs. And she was like, you know what, I like you. And I wanna give you guys a shot. And this, we we actually the only podcast in this building, if I'm not mistaken. We oh, the they only, didn't, they, you know, people didn't well, try to then, You know, but, um, but at that time, we were like the only urban setting to kind of move in here. They didn't know what and, a podcast, uh, like, what's a podcast? Yeah, they didn't know what the hell was going on. So they gave us a chance and, uh, I just followed this man's dream. This man called me and was just like, you know what, let's try it. And I, was, you know, I didn't know, because I had took, I had, I was doing a podcast myself, which I took a time off because um, my beautiful wife passed away, and I'm about to get back to it. So y'all get ready. But at the same time, I followed this man's dream and watched him just take what he spoke about and just flourished. I mean, he got a st- studio full of equipment and cameras and green room and green screens and. You know, he ordered green suits. He had me in this tight ass green suit the other day, <laughs> and I'm looking like a damn fool. And I'm <laughs> I'm holding Timberlands, trying to you know juggle invisible shit. But um, the man got a dream, and 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 we followed it, and boom, here we go. Uh, so. Shout out, man. Uh, we appreciate uh, all y'all um, for listening every week because it's hard. I mean, to put out content. Every single week to find something to talk about. No, uh, sometimes we don't know what we're gonna talk about until we get in front of each other. But it's honestly two two friends having an honest conversation, and yeah. it and it works. Yeah. It works. Um, I'm washed, bro. I know. I'm washed. <laughs> um, but I mean, from and the I podcast, want some more champagne. Uh, you probably shouldn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but from the podcast, the podcast studio popped off. Uh, another podcast with my homeboy out here at Trinidad Ant uh, this week in culture and popped off. Um, Ant was the first person to, that I that introduced me to forties. I'm the first person that got me to drink a forty. By yeah, the, way. the forty god actually up in here. Um, I didn't think niggas still bought forties in twenty in the in the two thousands. Now I'm forced. Now I'm forced to drink one every Tuesday. And shit, like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't know. But uh, just just being able to uh, start the pod and start the studio, I was able to to, to meet so many people. Shit, damn near everybody in this room uh, from the podcast. You know what I'm saying or the studio, and it's just been beautiful relationships uh, built off of you know two niggas from the west side talking shit on the microphone. Uh, so we appreciate all the love and support, and um, hopefully you know we get to 200 more. You feel me? Absolutely. Uh, time for the Benny. Yeah, uh, hold on. I, I got to cue up the benediction music. Anybody want to come down to the front of the altar? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody got any favorite shows? Like uh, one of my favorite episodes, besides the knowledge, wisdom, understanding episode, was like uh, our dreams and nightmares episode. Like it did crazy numbers, but we were talking about 
weird dreams that we've had and like what happened in those dreams and like so many so many people reached out to me like yo that happened to me you know what i'm saying night terrors the whole nine yards and like it just you'd be surprised how many people think exactly like you they won't say that shit in public <laughs> but they will jump in the deep like yo nigga what you think about like oh i'm the conspiracy nigga but y'all really be on this conspiracy <laughs> shit you know what I'm yeah but it works it works so i mean uh to end up episode 200 uh it's your man dame going wild on just on ig if y'all know i've been kicked off twitter twice because <laughs> i talked that talk uh i'm out and that's all i got man uh when you see the blue and the black you know where the fuck you at follow shop talk podcast because uh, that's what it's all about the brand is strong we told you four years ago there's gonna get down and lay down when you speak of the urban podcast community in detroit and you don't speak our name you speak disrespect plain and simple you know when you when you see us you know the impact you know where we at it's a lot of other niggas doing it but we set the bar we the status quo and you can you can argue me with me all you want you don't want to throw these hands uh we definitely had a, a giant impact on the urban podcast uh, market in detroit i mean 91 podcasts have recorded on the shop talk podcast studio so like that's a lot you know what i'm saying so uh that's a big thing but in real life it's really just uh word of mouth we don't really do a lot of advertising shout out to jenny for that for the for the uh the little the black but literally that's it that's just the, the little the intro part that's the the word of mouth that we're going through but uh follow shop talk podcast on instagram uh follow me on everything that matters at jay johnson 313 when you see the blue and the black you know where you at shop talk podcast studios i'm not saying we the rockefeller podcast but we are jay and dan hell yeah peace